0: welcome to her space podcast it's amy and it's really lovely to have you here having you guys here from time to time and with me here today is sylvia educa dr sylvia and um please can you just welcome her into this space yeah
1: (laughs) hi everybody I'm so happy to be here and I'm super excited for this conversation
0: yes yeah. so today we are gonna be talking on the topic surviving the weights and we are gonna try to be as brief as possible maybe just keep this under 30 45 minutes so um we'll start by talking about the weights um Sylvia what would you say the weight is for you what's um what what would you call it really?
1: Uh I think the way it's subjective to everyone, but for me is like a transition phase, not necessarily from bad to good, but it can be that period of waiting for a promotion, waiting for an exam results, just it can even be that like period of trying to figure out your life, your purpose, whatnot.
0: So, yeah. so we can categorically say that the weight is not always good like it's not even really would we say it's not good or it's it's not under the, the umbrella of happiness and everything it's more of like despair or, or would you say that
1: can be despair for a lot of people but not necessarily obviously it's not like a great time in your life, but it might just be a period of being blank and just not knowing I mean, being numb you don't know what's going on, you're trying to figure out things. It can happen it can be the period of waiting for a result. So I don't really want to categorize it as bad per se you uh-huh. get but it might just be a state of confusion. Let me put it that way, yes.
0: Uh, true. Actually confusion. So okay, so in this period I would say it's 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 very essential for people to have systems you know that work for them you know um having a good uh, will i say sister circle or friendship group you know that can push you as well you know propel you um um, advise you you know, and all of that but at the same time it also you also have to do a lot of introspection you know and believe in you you know so where do we where do we um put that where do we balance the skill because It's not so right to just believe in you and take away that support system. I mean, Jesus had Peter and John, you know. He had the 12 and then he had the three. So, you know, where do we strike that balance? Because some people don't even want to get involved in this other side. And for some people, they don't even look into themselves. They depend on others, you know, to push them. Yeah. So how do we, how do you think we can like balance it
1: up? Hmm i feel like it's a work in progress but yeah everything is about balance if you would sit need anybody and you can do it do it all by yourself that's a very big right because sometimes self is a story of your friend that can encourage you during your week period you understand and then at the same time being too dependent people, on people can be very detrimental because when they are not there what next so i would say like you have to work on you first. You have to be okay with you and your situation. And then any other person. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I tried holding in my sleeve You know, it's okay. Please feel free. I'm so sorry. <laughs> please feel free. So, please. Anyway, I'm embarrassed. Yes. So, as I was saying, like, you have to work on you first and then any other person is just an addition but would you say you don't need people no you definitely do need people because friends they can do a lot for you like they can even help you get through that with period they can give you I mean there's even a saying that goes a problem shared is a problem solved they can provide solutions they can give you another angle of saying things they can really really help but at the same time no matter what they say to you if you're not okay on your owner if you don't believe it for yourself it's a lie so it really works hand in hand you have to work on yourself first and then any other person be it your mom be a friend or your sister is just an addition so yeah that's why i think
0: I, I think i'm actually with you on that boat but then you know there's something you said which is um, a problem shared is half solved so i also think that when it comes to having these systems in place you have to be sure that these are solid systems i think in the last episode that's we spoke about um being in a system that you might perceive to be solid but it's not solid you know you hear your problems here and there and you know basically all over town so i think is um you don't need too many people really that's what definition. i'll say you just need that one person or those two separate uh, two people that would be able to help you and write oh, for you, you, you know, yeah. and yeah. understand you, you know, and all of that. And would you um, encourage people to make their family their support system? Or you don't really think that it has to be a family. In fact, you don't even have to be close to your family. It doesn't have to be your family. Or you would actually encourage families being part of, like, support systems?
1: Uh-huh. Honestly, I feel like if you even have your family as your support system, you're very, very blessed because a lot of people lack that. True. Like unfortunately it's it's like this code between families and uh, even people are closer to their friendships, like their friend groups than their family, unfortunately. But if you have that one person, let's say it's an elder sister, you're twenty six, she's twenty eight, she's your sister, she's scolds you when need be, she's your friend, she gives the best advice. What are you looking for? It even makes the thing easier. So, I feel like anyone you have, some people don't have it in family, so it's the friends, they lean on, some people have it in their mother, they don't even have siblings. So, anyone, as long as, whatever your support system is, or whoever your support system is, as long as they have their head together, and they're giving good advice, and they're not making you go out of your morals, then yeah. it works, it works, yeah.
0: Okay, now, speaking of morals, yeah, um, I think I have a lot to say about that, but it's also going to be under the umbrella of being lukewarm in the house of God, you know, because um even even the Bible has said it in Revelations Revelation rather that we shouldn't be lukewarm. You know, He would spit you out of your mouth. So when you're with people or with um certain individuals that that make you want to go on that journey of being lukewarm. Like you know okay this doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't sit right with um being a child of God. Or I beg, I could just run now, you know, I beg, now money I defined, I could just run this thing, do this yahoo, or do this runs, or or steal this person's, you know, and all of that, and it's like, um, how do we, how do we get past that, you know, I think in my opinion, I would say that you should always have your principles and your standards, you know, and if you're getting involved with things and people that are not necessarily instilling the right ideas in your head. In your head, you should yeah. be able to blink twice and take three steps back. You know, instead yeah. of still, you know, Blinging being laminated and uh, in their thoughts and you know, hanging around them and everything. But the problem I'm having now is, um, a lot of Christians have gotten to this point where it's like it doesn't phase. So it's like you 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 call yourself a child of god but it doesn't faze you when you're you doing you don't mind words. being you yeah, don't mind you don't feel you know? as so you don't feel guilty so. yes yeah. so what do you think about that
1: hmm. i would say first of all run like there's no there's no like there's no hanky-panky around it that's the truth you can't be around those people and expect not to think those thoughts or not to eventually partake in their actions the Typical example I use is a house is burning, typical two story building. You're upstairs, the burning is starting from maybe the living room in front. The fire might not get to you immediately, but if you stay in that house for way too long, you eventually be born to ashes, you'll be born to the ground. So I would just say run, but obviously apply wisdom. I mean, just to fulfill all righteousness and come from a good place, you can actually speak to this person and say, uh, Guy, this thing is wrong, bro. I don't think it's right to like sacrifice your morals for this. But at the end of the year, I think you should run because will eventually cap- catch up with you sometimes you even go out to hang out with people and when you come back you feel very very drained you're already in a good path you have your job you're nine to five that's paying so some amount of money you have big job bench um business ventures you're thinking of but you see yourself questioning everything you're doing is it even what's it They're yeah, paying me 250 a month when this one is doing this i'm getting 350. or, like, even, one little, one. <laughs> or even one m yeah Little by little, those start to keep sit, um, entering you if you keep hanging around that person. So I will say Ron, if you see the person five times a week, limit it to one time, in 30 minutes, you understand? <laughs> the person <laughs> even... No, that's fact. The person will eventually get the message. And I'm not even trying to shade anyone or say, like, to each their own, what is morally correct to you might not be. To me, you understand. But I'm just saying, if you linger around too much, it will eventually catch up with you and there's nothing you see things you don't agree with for material things yeah. and another thing I would say is very very important like I know people say don't be materialistic don't be materialistic but we need materials for things you know money but mm-hmm. when you start placing those things above I don't know how to explain like I rather have this money than I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say but like some people actually place this material things. That single thing, mm, it's not yeah. like they cannot buy a normal Zara bag, oh, but they rather buy this brother bag. Do you get what I mean? At the end yeah. of the day, the bag, <laughs> yeah. So, we actually really, really need to like, and it's very, very important to do a lot of reflection. Ask yourself, why am I doing this? Okay, why do I want this bag? Do I want to shine or do I want to protect them? Or is it because I saw it with this, my friend? When you even question yourself and you if you're on the right path or not so i would just say first of all like little by little detach yourself from those people because it will eventually affect you i don't think you can be that strong that's saying our parents used to say that beds of the same feather flock together it's yeah. very very true you might not start acting like that person immediately but little by little your subconscious you will start thinking like them you will start being depressed for no reason you are fine, you are in a good health space mentally nah. all of a sudden you are sad <laughs> You're feeling somehow the Toyota Corolla you're driving is irritating you. <laughs> I can see these things happen.
0: Yeah, they do. They do. So, yeah. And I also think
1: detaching from
0: um, um, media sites that also give you that feeling. You know, because I, I did listen to this lady's podcast, I think it was um, Ron Keraji, and she talked about also um, taking time out, you know, because you don't know how these things subconsciously affect you. For some people, it doesn't affect them, but then if it's affecting you during this period of waiting, you know, you shouldn't, you should actually take that initiative of having more time. know to yourself and investing in other things that you know are more positive you know and all of that so i think apps people but then this brings me to the issue of okay you talked about comparison but um and you talked about material things and i would like to actually shed light on that because i i think I, i think I want to believe that I love life. I love, I love enjoyments and you do as well. But then we need to understand two things about money. Money answers things. And then money is also the root of evil. So what, what part of money do you want to belong to? Because it's like, if you keep investing in material things, the wrong way, you know, the Bible says everything is vanity. Does it mean we shouldn't get the best slides or we shouldn't get the best handbags? No, but you know, why is that your drive? Is that where your source of happiness is? You know, is is it a competition? Or are you doing me. it to make yourself happy, or are you doing it to post, or are you doing it for a sense of fulfillment? Because really, if that is your source of fulfillment, then there's a serious error in your life. You know, we all want to be on a yacht a and all that, but exactly. So, where is the balance? I think that's my issue. Like, as Christians, we we have been told that we are ambassadors of Christ. So, if if you're an ambassador of Nigeria in Thailand now or in the US, you're not actually from there. You're just an ambassador living there. So, why don't we live like we are from the kingdom of God? You know, it's good to have these things, but then let's not die or go past the moral borders to get these things. And the thing about the christian life is the holy spirit is always in there talking to you that's just the thing you would know you would know you might not hear like a loud big voice or something but you know your peace of mind is is extremely vital and it's also like a a compass for you so i feel like a lot of christians get to this stage where they try to just narrow it like they try to not even see like they just push oh i'm i'm heading i'm going for this i want to do this and then it's like what is your what is your drive what is your end goal you know so it's good to have these material things but then i also feel like what is our motive is it Motive to pepper them? them? Is it just to and have- I don't
1: feel like or is it to just look good? And I feel like that's the thing about walking with God and even knowing Him for yourself. He actually wants you to enjoy these things. As Christians, you're not know, exempted from having these things. Jiggets. Yeah. So if you're someone that wants to live the softest of the softest of life, you can still do it in a very genuine way. There's a prayer I always pray, God, you know I cannot finesse. You know I didn't for money so bless the work of my hands any small business I do let's yield you profit did you get mm-hmm. I mean there are people that still enjoy these things but enjoy it in a very genuine way you understand we, you don't have to yeah. compromise your morals and I also want to add that all these things are material things the more you get the more you want mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the truth that's about it you might have been yeah. walking walking with your leg from place to place or using public transport next thing you get a corolla Tomorrow that corolla <laughs> might be mm-hmm. looking might want a vendor. After Venza mm-hmm. you might want a Ben. So at the end of it the these things actually do not bring fulfillment whatsoever. So um minus the whole not even align um your love for money override your moral compass contentment is also very very important because good things know they finish that's the truth you yeah. get this iphone today september another one is coming out so contentment is also very very important and it cannot be overemphasized and um i also want to add that learning to say no to things and people is very very important if you're invited for dinner and you know that this when I'm done with them, I will start questioning my entire existence. Don't go. You don't have to. Say, don't like go. It's not by force. It's really that one simple? One I think is- simple. I didn't
0: get one doubt. Would- so we actually
1: really need really wisdom so No, you're because know, you don't I'm have to talk Like we all grown up. I'm not saying be disrespectful to someone or to your You actually have to apply wisdom. Ah, oh, come oh, and hang out. Oh, baby girl, I'm busy today. Have something. To do. We'll see tomorrow. Now, maybe that next week. You just see her once, like twenty. Or mm. m- maybe when you're back, it for you, you know, give an excuse or something. I'm not saying lie. I'm not saying lie. But I'm saying just apply. <laughs> you no, know, like I'm just saying, just apply wisdom. Apply
0: wisdom. You- True. <laughs> Sure.
1: This one is carrying this. one is carrying that. And you get home, you're like, God though, with my salary, like, I cannot even buy this. But those girls are not even working for their money. And this is not me shooting anybody, it's just me encouraging someone that might be in that position. Because I've been there. I've been at that place where I've been comparing myself to people, even the car. Like Amy, you know about this. Even the time I was asking you if my car looks like a yeah. I don't know if you yeah, yes. <laughs> I really had to ask myself questions. Is even a privilege to even be driving in this economy. So true, anything that would make true. you question your your progress or your self worth or your your efforts, huh? You like to day, take I can't cancel it. Back to sender. I like, can't say You, yeah, it? you know,
0: actually I think I'm with you on that and me too. I, I think I don't even joke with that um, that positive space in my head. Like if I if I notice that something is even even if it's just brewing, it's not it's not out yet, but it's brewing yeah. that negativity, that sense of com- and the truth is that the comparison thing is kind of like human nature, but you have to train yourself, you know. It's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's a, it's an issue of insecurity because I think like to a, to a level, like we are actually securing ourselves, you know, but sometimes that's just human, you know, oh, we went to school together, we did this, so we wrote this exam together, why is me, you know, and all of that. So anytime I start sensing things like that, I just draw back. But then I want to touch on something you said, which is gratefulness, because I think when we are surviving the weight, when we're in this Will I target midlife crisis or this phase? I think gratitude is a big way to overcome gratitude yeah. and faith, you know. And I am I am I am a perfectionist by nature, and I think that the thing about perfectionists is instead of seeing the positives they're looking for the negatives to change to the positive so it's like you're not focusing on the half full glass you're focusing on the half empty glass but it's something that i've tried to train my mind to work mm-hmm. against and i think that as believers we have to try to be grateful at every point in our lives even for ourselves and for people around us mm-hmm. when you show gratitude doors are open for you you know and you know it's it just it just opens an endless you know door of of blessings so what what would if you if you had to talk about gratefulness uh, or gratitude what would you tell like people listening to you
1: it's very very important because it opens blessings as you said it opens doors for you it's even a reminder of God's goodness and I feel like it can be expressed in many ways when you're going through challenges. Reflecting, counting your blessings, looking at what's the last thing you overcome. It goes a long way. Like I said, of frowning at God, you're even smiling saying, ah, Baba, if you did that one, this one is small for you now. Jiggets. Yeah. And even, um, and it's not even just being grateful for yourself. When you get testimonies of your friend, your mom, your dad, your siblings, ah, my sister just bought a house. You can't do those things. Oh. You say, God, thank okay. you for this person. But if you can do this thing for Amy, you will do it for me. You, you understand? True. So it's very, very important. There's nothing like a grateful heart. It actually opens doors for you, for people around you. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're blessed, anybody connected to you somehow, somehow, they partake of that blessing, it. isn't it?
0: True, yeah, very yes. true.
1: But it's then on this issue of
0: gratitude now, I think we you you talked on testimonies for a second and I, I think it's very important because I am an avid believer in sharing you know your experiences in sharing you know your your victories and all of that because it helps the next person out there. When I join prayer groups, to be honest, it's not even the prayer that gets me pumped, it's a testimony. So it's like why is it that in this day and age a lot of people are ashamed to share? When I say a lot of people, maybe not majority, but I know people that... I, yeah, I like a good number. A good number of people are ashamed to share. And it's like, even it, even if it's an erectile dysfunction being solved, or yeah. you got a child, or you got my okay, getting married, people share that one a lot. But then some things that, okay, people might kind of like shy away from. Why don't we voice out? Like, why are we... Is it a thing of all these african parents saying uh don't share don't overshare you know like what would you say about, about
1: <laughs> i mean know? that's that's definitely a factor uh, but i feel like the major reason is being an ingrate being very ungrateful because some people get their blessing they get that they get that prayer answered the one they've been praying for for three years or and they just disappear like that's it some people don't even, don't even go back to say god thank you so how would you now even share to others how would they speak of his goodness to others when they've never told the one that gave them that thing so I feel like that's the first thing which is very very bad because I mean the more you tell someone things don't you encouraging them to do more even as humans yeah. so that's the one and the second reason, yeah, I feel like this African thing definitely play, play um plays a role, but at the same time, I feel like this African mentality, like it's very, very terrible and we actually really have to pray against it because it's a thing of fear and I feel like it's, it also has to do with lack of faith. You see some people travels for like an exam that has like a part one and part two. They'll write the part one and pass. Their mother will tell them, Don't post anything or don't tell anybody yes or, <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, madam, are you saying that if I tell people, I'll feel who? Who are the people attacking me? Who are the people that want my downfall? Do you get? I feel like it's a fitless thing to explain. I even saw on Twitter of how like somebody passed her, like somebody with part two exam. That's the UK licensing exam for people that don't know. Someone wrote part two exam, but she refused to post any picture till the result came out. It's like, who is attacking you? Wow. I feel like we really, really need to like disregard them entirely.
0: I would like to say something based on what you just said. I think I'm actually on the same boat with you one hundred percent. But then what of that line or that saying that goes hide your Mm. hide your um what's it called? Hide the process till it's successful. Not not the testimony but don't don't be a loud mouth you understand so it's like maybe
1: is that what they're trying to do you know it's like <laughs> I, I i get what you're saying but honestly 80% of the time no if you even know what i'm talking about i'm not saying because some people they're working on something and before the results even comes out before they get that job they have gone to tell the whole world that they're about to be the thing of Coca-Cola company that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying little, little things that you even be happy to share you know sometimes you even meet a child ah what happened why are you doing this for my we're going to the child will now keep crying what happened going to london but my mother said why why what are we what are we scared of do you get so that's <laughs> what i'm talking about it's not the thing of you're working on something because i even believe that people your work should speak for you do you get what i mean yeah but about like the process of sharing small small testimonies as this as getting guess now i into university maybe in a foreign country like some people's parents you tell them don't tell anybody anything not even your friend don't tell anybody anything and the main motive behind that is that maybe they will spoil things or something will happen like please that's dead that mentality honestly when you even yeah. share things you're encouraging others you might even be encouraging someone that has been seeking admission for three years you might even be providing solution for someone else because maybe the person has been trying to decide oh where do i go to continue this course and then you've shared your news and you can help them You get some i'm not talking about the sharing of um like just blopping out something when you're not even sure of what next no obviously we need to apply wisdom and everything i'm just talking about listening to things that can even encourage others but people withhold because they are scared or they don't like their parents said they shouldn't i don't even understand the reason but at the end of the day i get the motive because obviously there are very very bad people in that world but don't allow that hold you back because at the end of the day you're, you're encouraging someone you're speaking of god's goodness your light is shining as long as your intentions appeal and it's not to rub it in someone's face of Please. doing this doing, doing doing this you understand mm-hmm. so yes let's get that because at the end of the day it's still a way of testifying and we're encouraging people and was suppressing fear because the opposite of faith is actually fear. Yeah. If you have two exams yeah. right and you've finished one and passed, why can't you testify about that one? Must you have finished yeah. your whole three before you go and testify? Do you understand? Must you start working that new line before you go and testify? When you get that yeah. job, why can't you testify? Who is going to stop your blessing? Did you get So you, you, some, you don't
0: really go with that line of till you finish the process. You, know? mm, you No, no. Especially,
1: especially if that is not your person if that's and that has been a thing for you because some people actually like that's their way of working they Mm won't tell you of the genesis still they actually get there but some people are actually excited about their little wins and then because of what um environment has conditioned them to think or what their parents has conditioned them to think they are they are, they are even scared of speaking of it do you understand what i'm saying so uh-huh. like it just depends on what works works for you but i'm basically saying don't let fear hold you back like nobody's after you nobody's after your success god is bigger than your village people basically and speaking of his goodness also encouraging someone Telling someone you passed part one of an exam will not make you feel part two. That's what I'm saying. If you're someone that likes sharing or celebrating your win- wins, baby girl, celebrate it. I remember when I graduated, like from um uni like medical school which was obviously a big deal. I didn't allow I didn't allow my mom to do any party for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I got my MDC exam and up to now I just regret it and ask myself why because why? I to celebrate all these small small things. Because I was just thinking ah, because without passing it can you even write
0: MDC yes, and <laughs> like, like,
1: but, but just imagine that. an exam yeah. I've not even written I'm already thinking ah god what if I now celebrate this one and I'll see the other one. That's such a rubbish mentality. Honestly. yeah and it
0: shows no faith it actually yes fear. yes true very, actually very true and um i think also something that i would like to um talk about in this period is also um growth you know and knowing that sometimes these things that we go through are actually like test trainings you know from god in preparation for the next phase of our life you know it's just like how people say if you can drive in Lab, you can't drive anywhere else mm-hmm. so it's like where we are now you know it's a preparation sometimes life cannot just be in a free flow state and that's how it's been like and then when the first issue comes it kind of like throws you off your feet you know i i think it's actually necessary for every believer to face something if you don't face any trial or tribulation you can't even test your faith like how what the book of james said exactly so how would you grow and um we, this growth thing is actually essential you know and we can only grow by renewing our minds and also tapping into our, our faith but i also want to say that prayer is another important thing and uh, very very. i think there was a time we talked and you said the the, Lord, the main reason why a lot of people don't pray is because of guilt you know and um i think that we should the way the way you say we should scrap that we should actually understand that guilt is is it's definitely a feeling but it's not something that we should embrace because just a feeling exactly let it come and let it pass through you you always have to go to the mercy seat of god if you keep having see even if you're guilty today and feel you're better in the next couple of days or something might happen again so if guilt keeps pushing you away you're not going to have that relationship (laughs) with god that's the thing and and the book of first john says that we have all fallen short of his glory Mm -hmm. Yes, yes we are supposed to measure up to the perfection of christ it's a it's a journey but we are not perfect yet so i don't think we should allow guilt take us away from our father and now give the enemy a chance to come into our lives. Yeah. So for anyone out there that's going through a period and you, you can't even approach you know the father I would say approach him through his mercy seats. Uh, there's something I never stop saying which is God have mercy upon me because even the one yeah. I don't know I've done the one I've done yeah, the one you're like, even about God, to do I'm about I'm just like God just have mercy upon me. You know like I'm not promoting sin. I'm not saying we should seen consistently but it's the it's the story of david 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 did the worst of the worst things but he was a man after god's heart so focus on being after god's heart and don't allow guilt take you
1: definitely a merciful god Definitely. yes it's merciful
0: i think we, we always need to remember that yeah
1: of course um, it's not an excuse to keep living in sin but whenever you fall short as you're falling be running back to him that's yeah that's the his, his are actually always wide open you're the one that's even like your sin can never separate you from god if anything you're the one separating yourself from him that's the truth it can make you feel a type of way but he's always ready to welcome you home
0: so I, I think we should we should keep that in mind and know that he's he's always willing to take us in you know even just like the prodigal son like we should not the moment we start slacking behind Omo, that's the day that the enemy is just so happy yeah and that's know? what the devil so, is waiting
1: for he wants you to think you're the worst of the worst, worst person you're yeah. doing. my dear his mercies prevail that's the truth
0: so we should always have that in mind it is extremely important and also in this period of weeks, in this um, critical moment I think it's also important to know that we are on the edge and um, because we are on the edge it's so easy to be triggered you know and then it's even worse because we're not really in the best of the best environments I mean if you're outside Nigeria or Pakistan or Iraq or places that are, are without war. I mean, there's still a bit of sanity, you know. But here, it's just so. So it's like, how would you like advise, or how would you even tell us how you deal with your, you know, with handling your temperaments and not letting everything get to you, because you know everyone here is going through it, literally.
1: Everybody is honestly, as in Nigeria, and I feel like we deserve compensation like the whole mental <laughs> Honestly, mental things to go through but uh, I, would, I would say like what works for me is basically I've told myself and it's something that I, I actually always constantly remind myself that people are just projecting anybody acting out of character i'm not your problem they have deeper issues they're going they're going through and if they actually even look at it it's like even the situation of things the constant bad news everybody is mentally tired so i'm not saying give excuses for people but i'm just saying that you have to understand that it's not about you and when you understand that it's not about you, you don't fight it i mean sometimes you have to put people in their place so i always say if you talk you collect sometimes you have to politely put people in their place even there's even another category of people that are just waiting to trigger you they want that response from you they want you to come out of character but please do not do not if someone is acting up just tell yourself i'm not your problem this one is bigger than me yeah when you when you have to talk speak up but don't let it spoil your day or spoil your mood because most times
0: that's what it does it spoils your day you know and i've gotten to this point where I see sometimes I'm just like, you know what, oh God, I can't just take the wheel. Because if, yeah, if it is to one be morning, me, <laughs> just raining I your can't whole just day.
1: take the Yeah, wheel. and Amy, what you just said now is very, very important. As stupid or as silly as it sounds, if you actually learn to talk to God, the way you talk to your friends, have this person, let's say now, 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 this person just upset. you. I mean, you don't have to be talking out aloud like a mad person. You can just say a prayer in your mind, God, should I... Like, say something to so her. Should I let it go? Like, trust me, a lot of times he can say, speak back. He can say, hold back. It will really, really help. If, if I don't say no. Exactly. If not, uh, honestly, you just be, you'll be mad because you'll be backing back at every dog. And you'll just be entering like a mental loophole, which is very unnecessary. So, it's basically, just pick your battles and understand yes. that it's not about you. Cause if people are fighting now and it has nothing to do with you, won't you carry on working? So if someone is trying to shout at your project or be unnecessarily rude to you, just tell yourself I'm not your problem. Because after most of the time, you don't even know these people from Adam. Yeah, don't you mean, don't the know security from uh, there was one
0: Uber driver that wanted to hit me. Yeah, it can even be the security person or it can even
1: be like someone at customer service. You don't know them from anywhere. So it's definitely, you're not even lying to yourself. It's definitely not about you. So just allow them, when you're done, they'll get back to their senses
0: i guess i guess that's that's the best way to handle it because if you want to handle it like a sane person every single minute you're gonna be complaining because trust me things are not actually working the way that they should be working yeah. in this country and um i would also like to talk about prayer i think um during phases prayer is shouldn't be um, underestimated there are so many see, you have your friends a lot of times you can even go three four days without your yeah. prayer altar burning so um i think it's really really essential as um believers to make sure that we are praying you know even if it's that five minutes tongues you speak while you drive or while you're cooking or while you're doing something you know just say a word of prayer because without prayer you know you're just a perfect prey for the enemy Enemy. and um yeah prayer prayer does a lot you know even even the bible says pray without ceasing and praise praise too is also important during the weeks I think that's why a lot, of, uh, a lot of us are so grumpy. We don't even want to. just doing a I'm not doing it. kind of like <laughs> ah, you that's been the church, worst, yeah. you know. But once you you can be grateful, then praise follows. I think that's how it works. They it work works, hand yes. in hand and all of that. So, well, um, we've we've said a lot, and I, I guess we're talking about it more and talking about other things, you know. But those are the things I feel like can help one during the period of waiting and on that note i'd like to say sylvia thank you uh, a very big thank you for joining this platform today thank you for making out time you know and sharing your own two cents you know obviously the help of your spirit and I also thank you for your testimonies because they always encourage Sylvia is always posting her testimonies guys please (laughs) let's learn from that let's not be Uh, secretive so yeah that's about it so for anyone going through a very trying season um I think the prayers Um, would always be there for you would always pray we should always take interceding very serious i think that's something that we should learn to do as christians you know and um i pray that god helps each and every one of us out there in jesus name amen all right sylvia thank you so much it's lovely to have you and thank you for having me (laughs) everyone thank you for joining this space it's amazing having you as well
1: have a lovely day bye bye